With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 246 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Hey, 247. I know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh... Brought to you by Asics. You, you disrupted my train of thought. I have a thing. I say it at the beginning of every show. Um, I don't know where I was. But yes, Asics, thank you for your treasure trove of support. Buy Asics shoes and clothing. Willie. I bought an Asics, Asics turkey for Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. They're delicious. They mm-hmm. fry up just right. I never had a fried turkey. I never had a deep fried turkey. I, well, I haven't either. I, well, you, we just cook it in the oven. That's household. not a deep fried turkey. Right, right. Yeah, I think is it a southern thing? I mean, it's made it's made its way. Anything deep fried, I would say, is probably a southern. Thing. It's made its way all over the all over the map, but I'm pretty sure deep fried turkey started off as a southern thing. Yeah, well, good, good move by the south. You see, it... see, I never had a deep fried turkey. Well, story <laughs> on the deep fried turkey. The first time I got a deep fryer, you know. I didn't know you're supposed to only drop it in there for like 45 minutes. Uh-oh. I dropped the turkey in there for like two hours. Whoops-a-daisy. Believe me, it was fried. <laughs> yeah, I believe you. I believe you. So, you guys are all SDSU swagged out. Bono hooked it up. Thanks, Bono. All right. For the gear, got... get jacked. Yeah, get jacked. Um, so I was, at, I was in Brookings, South Dakota for, for this weekend. Had a ball. Had a great time. Awesome duel. Um, Minnesota did a great job winning that one, but South Dakota State came out. Awesome crowd. But I've got some funny stories. Story Bono Bono's low-key hilarious, and he likes to mess with Sion. So we're sitting there in his office. This was so great. He's like, he just randomly is like, let's mess with Sion or something like that. So he gets it on speaker. He calls him up, and it was the day of the match. And Sion, <laughs> so Sion answers, and Bono's like, hey, Sion, we got a big problem. And and you could tell, like, Sion was, like, a little worried. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So he probably, like, went somewhere quiet. He's like, hey, man, this stuff got here. All this stuff's broken. He's like, and they just told, he's like, Prado, who's the production guy, he's like, he just told us that Reader, Reader's got to hold a camera for the production. And you're like, whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, and Sion's, like, trying not to sound, like, freaked out or be like, I'm going to kill these guys. And he's like, then he's like, uh, yeah, Prado and Christian just got in a big fight, man. I don't know what's going on. You, you got to do something. So he's like, oh, I'll call him. I'll call him. Sion was having an internal freak out, but then. Bono got you. Bono let him know. 
Did, did you not see that coming at all? No, I did not see it coming, you know. Like, you get random call, fall, calls from Bono. So I was like, okay, what's up, man? It was like, equipment broken. I was like, well, it did get shipped across the country. So, you know, I was like, possible. That he's like, Prada's freaking out. I'm like, probably possible. I was like, him and Christian got in a fight. I'm like, highly possible. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, I was like, ah, oh, crap. Well, like, hold on, man. Let me call you. Let me, let me find out what's going on. <laughs> then he goes, wait, 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 wait. You're on speakerphone. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, chumps. <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. Listen. It should have been a giveaway. John Reeder ain't holding the camera. <laughs> yeah, that, that should have been the piece. He's like, yeah, they got. They said one of us has to hold the camera. Well, John Reeder to hold the camera. He'll do whatever is necessary to get the show I going. He probably would have done it. He would have done it. Thing. No, he wouldn't have. Yeah, he would have. Yeah, maybe. He's a good guy. Okay, another thing. I got to set the record straight here. What happened? All right, so we play, Bone and I played in basketball. Whatever. He Don't tell me, me you got beat by the guy that's shorter than you. He, Bono can he, ball, dude. Listen, that's my point. Okay. Yeah, I lost. Okay? I could play a little bit. All right? And word gets back to me. Alex Clemson's getting a big laugh at this. The uh, Missouri assistant coach that Bono beat me. All right? I don't know if y'all have ever seen the Chappelle show uh, where, where <laughs> Charlie Murphy plays Prince. And, he, and, and, you know, people laugh at me. He says, challenge him. This cat could ball. All right, listen. Clemson and anyone else out there laughing. You challenging Clemson? No, I'm saying till you play Bono, and and you don't get busted up. And I think he might bust you up, Clemson. He might have a little more Bono mobility. versus Clemson. So yeah. you're setting up a Bono. You're not you're not challenging. So you're you got Charlie Murphy. I'm not cha- I'm not challenging Clemson. I'm not I cha- I'm not gonna play Clemson. Although that might go my way because I've got a lot of foot speed that I'm not sure he has. But I want to <laughs> see him until he beats Bono one on one. You can't talk greasy, cause this guy. What was the score? Ten three. <laughs> that's not a, Well, that's what we call a a whooping in uh, where I come from. All right, well, yeah, we call it something similar in Churchville. So, uh, yeah, he beat me bad. He beat me bad. I can't stop. I think he was a little hotter than usual. I'll say he was on he f- does, fuego. Here's what. Well, first <laughs> of all, was he making jumpers? Here's what he does. Here's what he does. Automatic. All right. He backs you down. He's a fire hydrant. He's quite strong. He kind of shoulders into you and fades away, so he gets this little space. Weird angle, and he—I know he made eighty percent of those. He just—they weren't. You missing. saw the stats. It was automatic. Yeah, I got the stats afterwards. I looked. Come at the on, film. man. He's shorter than a Smurf. You could have just uh, stepped over him. He would destroy you, Sion. He would I destroy you. I promise you. First of all, he runs around like a maniac. Yeah, he—he out hustled me, even though he's gonna do that. Yeah, I know we play. We used to play like on team bond today back in the Iowa State days. I don't remember Bono being good. Right, Maybe well, you're just that bad. No, I'll beat you. Maybe I, you're just that bad. I will beat you. Is Sion. that a challenge? I just said I'll beat you. Yes, it's a challenge. I'll beat you in basketball. So the wrestling happened at South Dakota State. Um, really exciting duel. Minnesota wrestled well. The Gross McKee match was was the marquee one. Um, Gross starts off nicely. McKee comes back, sort of. I think it was a combination of McKee's really good and Gross was working to build his lead a little bit. But, um, yeah, had a great time. Highly recommend visiting Brookings, South Dakota. Great thing they got going on there. Big-time big fan support. Willie, are you writing your memoirs? Are you with me? I am writing the minutes because we have no peanut gallery today. Daniel Nomad, who usually does the rundown show rundown, is in Maryland. He was born in Baltimore County, not Baltimore. No. Christian the other day said, were you born in Baltimore? He goes, yeah, no, well, no, Baltimore County. We're just like, 
Just we were just like, are you from Baltimore? Spit it out. I was like, are you from, you were born in Baltimore, right? He's like, no, Baltimore County. I'm like, that was it. That was the last time I talked to him that day. And so, yeah, so he's in Maryland. Nomad is with Sissy Spacek, coal miner's daughter in West Virginia. And so we have no peanut butter, but we do have Sion, which is good times. He is nuts, so. So, <laughs> wrestling. Yes. So this is a wrestling show. Turns um, out. There was a lot of stuff going on. There was a lot going on. Basically, every power team wrestled except Ohio State. I, don't, I think they were off. Um, we saw Iowa. I we finally had, yeah. We, so this year we had Iowa City duels. It's, and it's, it's, really, it's really my life coming full circle. Yes. That the Iowa City duels would be on live on Flow Wrestling. We used to watch them just because there was nothing else on and because it was funny. Comes on at 8 in the morning. Now it was actually a thing, Nine. and it was live on Flow. And... Um, we finally got to see Iowa, right? We got to see them against Iowa Central, who they destroyed. I mean, they, they destroyed everyone, I guess. But then, you know, to see them against North Coast State, who saw it, and, and Buffalo, who saw it, was, was a, pr- a pretty solid litmus test for their, for their team. So coming into the season, I mean, when the final whistle at NCAAs ended last year, we pretty much knew that there was going to be problems at Iowa State, or question marks at I- Iowa, not Iowa State. It was going to be question marks at Iowa at 25 and 33. Yes. Um, and to a lesser extent, 41. We finally got to see Vince Turk, but uh, he looked solid. Uh, he looked really good. Um, 25 and 33, not so much, though. Stickley lost. Stickley, Stickley went, went one, one and two. two. Lost to Bianchi. Lost to um, an Iowa Central kid, I believe. Um, or no, he lost to Kyle Aiken. Um, and, and, and then 33, they split Glenn. And Laux wrestled. Um, so watching them, what's your thoughts on twenty five, thirty three now, and forty one? Uh, there's, there's uh, between those two, twenty five and thirty three. There's maybe a one point at NCAA's, if I had to guess. Um, I just don't, I just don't see the lo- the upside with Laux and Stickley. I would be stunned if he qualified. I don't think he's a NCAA qualifier right now. Um, yeah, one and two at Iowa City duels kind of tells you all you need to know. It's crazy, I, right? I mean, you look right now. They might have Penn to pull State, that red shirt. Penn State, I don't know if they've won a match at 25. Yeah, I mean, he, Penn State and Iowa don't he's have. He's like one and three. Oh, he's got. He's oh, got, then he's. Oh, got, then they're fine. Uh, <laughs> season's young. He, it, it's he, crazy. Penn State, Penn State, Ohio State even without NATO. They have Bracken of Mead. Um, yeah. But, I mean, Penn State, Ohio State. Iowa, struggling at twenty five. Yeah, but at least at least there's a national champion coming for sure, Ohio State. Sure. There's no solution. Well, there may be a solution with Spencer Lee, but are they gonna are they gonna free the Lee? Last year they didn't pull the bull. Now the bull has a bum hoof. Hey, the <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one. The word is out. I, I mean, yeah, the, to I, most, but we. I didn't tell anybody. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't say nothing. But uh, Iowa got some. some Marinelli's banged lips. up. Mar- Marinelli's banged up. They're talking about it on message boards now. Now, now the Iowa message boards are like, "Hey, shut up! Don't say that on the on a message board." But what it's you out do? there. It's out there. What? Marinelli. The it ranges from partially torn ACL to torn ACL. I don't know. Who knows? I'm not gonna say. Yeah, I mean, I'm not right? gonna. But, but that's the thing. It's, it's a knee. Um, and so. That muddies the water a little bit. Do, I mean, does that? Do you think that um, 
has any effect on if they pull Spencer, if they go all in or if they sort of punt or if they, yeah. I mean, because, you know, we saw Warner this weekend dominate oh uh, an All-American in, in, in Miklas. So um, you have confirmation that Warner is ready to go. I mean, you can say, is that, well, well, the debate may be, um, is he ready to win a title yet? Who I, the answer is probably yes, but even if he's not ready to win a title, he's certainly ready to take top three. Uh, he's there. He's that ability. Um, so if you have this guy that's proven top three already, do you go all in? Uh, yes. I think they should have last year. So what are they going to do with uh, Pat Dowdy? Hold on. Hold on. I think they should. I think they should go all I think. I think – you get Downey down to 84. The guy complained on Twitter for three years how he was an undersized 97, so go 84. Yeah. If you've been at 84. Ago, man, that's a lot of chicken wings and uh, beer since then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Sion, chill. Um, the, the, guy, the guy said for how long he's an undersized 97. I got fifth as an undersized 97. That was 84. So go 84. Go 84. No, I- let Warner go 97. Wrestle Spencer Lee. Um, then you got a team it, with or without Marinelli, and I think ultimately we'll see Marinelli. I think they're just going to be um, they're going to pick their spots with him. And even if not, Caleb Young, while I would say he's a downgrade from um, Marinelli, it's not like it's not a huge drop. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. But my thoughts on the matter of Downing 84 97, I thought was largely based. He said 84, 84, 84, no 97. No, 84. No, 97. I thought the whole time that the reason they were going back and forth between 84 and 97 was not only – I mean, I didn't think it was because Downey didn't want to hit those guys, didn't want to wrestle 84. No. I thought it was more because they're better with Wilkie at 84 than opposed to uh, Downey at 84 and Holloway at yeah. 97. I know what's better than all that is Downey at, Downey 84, at 84 and Warner at 97. That's right. That's better so, than everything. You know, I've never seen a lineup as uh, night and day as the one that they run out now and the one that they could potentially run out. And, you know, we saw Penn State, there's guys that, there's teams that in the past have, okay, we're going to redshirt our guys this year, we're going to make a run for the future. Um, Iowa doesn't have that luxury um, because they lose Sorensen, they lose Downey, uh, if they're going to make a run, it's this year, really, uh, whether it's for the title or whether it's for third. But, um, what, what you know, like we always say, what are you holding your red shirts out for so that you can have them in 2022? That's, yeah. that's, what, you're, that's what you're trading off. We're you're talking trading about 2022 You're right trading now. off. Your, your choices right now, Iowa's choices right now, are Warner and Lee this year or Warner and Lee in 2022. Who cares about 2022? Yeah. Now. Do it now. Go now. Don't wait. They're ready. It's a new day. So basically you're saying put them on for a competitive team because still Ohio State and Penn State still going to have to slip for Iowa to be in the championship hunt. Well, not even that. It's not even really about that. It's just like field your best lineup right now. Because so you want to be are, competitive. The question is what are you, what are you holding on for? Yeah. What are you waiting for? What do you get five years down the line? I guess theoretically you could say – a guy's true freshman year, you're trading a guy's true freshman year and not getting that fifth year. There's nothing guaranteed that fifth year. It's not like it used to be, I don't think. I mean, maybe no. you could – but 
And we got true freshmen coming in now, taking out national champs and All-Americans. Yeah. So, you know, it's, they might be, five years from now, a true freshman might be coming in, taking them out. Exactly. And, and you could, there's so many reasons. We talk about it every time. I don't understand what you're waiting for. Well, Marinelli. Marinelli. Now, it would be nice to have a red shirt probably for Marinelli, but you don't have it because you didn't wrestle him last year. So now you're in this quagmire where, I mean, you're, you're, now you're going to, now here's the real problem. You're going to try to wrestle instead of getting him healthy this year. Now you're going to try to like hold him together, pick your spots with him. And maybe that compounds the injury. And now that starts affecting next year because you didn't wrestle him last year. Mm -hmm. These are the, the issues you run into when you're just guaranteed red shirt first year every time. Board, every time. There has to be some flexibility in everything. In, in life, there's no... Life th tips. In life, person. you cannot have... I mean, there's like certain principles I think everyone should maybe adhere to, but in everything else, there is gray and there's flexibility. Well, I don't understand... And I'm not saying that I was doing this. I, I mean, I know I was not doing this, but you, you hear talk all the time. Don't chase legacy, right? Don't, don't say, well, you know, if they... They redshirt Spencer, and he's good to go next year. I mean, he could be an all-timer. He could be a four-time. <laughs> Guys, no. You know, you go, you go now. Yanni's going now. Uh, true freshmen go, right? And they're and they're good. Jaden Cox won. Jaden Cox won a title as a freshman. Miles Martin. Miles Martin won a title as Tion a freshman. Ware. Tion Ware. <laughs> taking it, taking it back. We're going back a little We're bit, back. but it's true. <laughs> Mark Branch. <laughs> no, he did not win no, a title. He didn't. Uh, no, true he didn't. Um, but he was like five and twelve. Five and twelve, NCAAs. right? So, uh, also, you know, a, a, a sidebar of it too, and I alluded to it last time. But even more, even more than that, what I said last time was, can can Iowa afford to to seventh, eighth, ninth this year? That's the that's the question. I don't know. It's like how much uh, of your decisions are you, are you making for like some sort of pressure that we don't even know if it's there. I mean, you assume that the, the pressure is there. Uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're talking pressure. Are you talking internal pressure? Are you talking, like, pressure for the fan base to win? Because yeah. I'm talking about something different. Oh, okay. You're, talking, you're probably talking about fan base and, and, and expectations, administration, administrative support, donors, stuff like that. Yes. That's, that's, that's true. What I'm talking about is... What I'm talking about is public perception. Me and you and, and Sion and wrestling junkies, we get it, right? Like, we, we knew after last year that I was, was going to have a rough year and maybe not um, be in a title hunt. We get that. We know. And they're probably going to be better in the future. So other people, this is what I'm getting at, recruits. If they don't make a splash, if they have another year... Another year where Ohio State's making waves and Oklahoma State's doing fine and Penn State's just balling everybody up and partying on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. Does does that not – that's going to hurt recruiting. Yeah. That's yeah. going to hurt recruiting. But, I mean, of course. Hey, uh, you know, Iowa has always had the, the, myth, the mythical belief that Iowa is supposed to win national title. Now, when's the last time nobody's even talked about Iowa winning a national title anymore? They just talk – now we're here discussing. Whoever thought, like, on a radio show talking about wrestling, we discussing Iowa trying to compete for third and fourth. Yeah, that's. The, I mean, that's just the new reality right now. Um, but, well, the, yeah, and to change that, 
to change that from talking about Iowa getting titles, to, uh, from, from Iowa getting a team trophy to Iowa getting titles, you need to get the horses in there. And you're not going to get the horses in there by taking seventh this year. Yeah. You know? Uh, so their, their team Saturday or uh, Friday, that's a that's a seventh place, eighth place team. That is not a continue. Stickley, Laux, Turk, Sorensen, Kimmer, Young, Gunther, um, well, who is that guy? Bauman, mm-hmm. Wilkie, Stoll. That's, man, seventh hey, would maybe charitable. I don't know. At, at the same time, some. that heavyweight still got to get through injuries for the that, season. Which yeah. that, so I mean, far. that lineup might be two AAs. Possibly. Yeah. That light might, might be two A's because Stoll, who I love, who's on my fantasy squad, by the way, Hasn't made it didn't look though. great. As a matter of fact, John Stutzman texted me afterwards. No, nah, he didn't text me afterwards. He didn't text me till like, yesterday. He's like, Gunning got carvered, and he might have. I think that that was two. Can we have a clip of that? Uh, like, yeah, give me a sec here. Uh, that, was the, that was the one real interesting match. Um... And Stoll got the victory, and he wrestled hard. But maybe he shouldn't have beat Jake Gunning. I mean, Jake Gunning looked to have a takedown. Look at this. He's he's spinning, he's spinning. Right Is here. that two? Uh, See, that's two or something. I don't no, know. I, I wouldn't call that a two. I don't think. Why is it not two? He's got to be behind that other arm, right? Be, How do you know he's not? He's not. It's not two. You yet. can tell he's not. It's not two. Because if he was listen, if he was behind that other arm, he wouldn't be like that. He'd be dropping in on a. Uh, on an easy finish down to a double, but he's not. Behind. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, see, look, you can. Not that's true. how you know the arm. Look, there's his arm. How do you know? Isn't that the exact same position? Like the Mark, arm is in front. Mark Hall was in with Bo. No, it's actually. Not. Hey, hey, wait. And if Sion says it's not two, and it's benefiting the Hawkeye, right. it's not two. Hold on, hold on. Regularly, I say anything. Now, here's now. Is this two? Oh! Uh, oh! That would be two. If that was not in Carver, one of those two are two. The first one wouldn't be two. I call that one a two. This, this one's the closest. Austin Marsden thinks it's two. Yeah, look right here. You got Marsden, Stutzman. Yeah, this is. Uh, I call that two there. That's two, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like he's kind of up on his hip. It's like he's not set on his butt. That toes down. That's two. It's a toe, isn't it? Is it Article 4-38-7? No, it's... If the toe's down? It's C9. <laughs> it's, it's called the Carver Clause. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's... So, it's I, 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 yeah, I'm not trying to Wait, paint, wait, who is the referee? I'm not trying to paint a picture of doom and gloom, but, you know, st- listen, heavyweight matches in general are finicky, right? I mean, they're overtime, 2-1, ride out, this and that. Um... So if Stoll loses a, a, a match in the blood round or a match in the quarters, right, and <clears throat> and who knows how healthy Sam Stoll really is. He's probably healthy because he's wrestling right away. Mm-hmm. But my point is the lineup that they put out there in Iowa City last weekend, it might not end up good. You could no. say two AAs out of that. Oh, yeah, that's it. I mean, I don't I don't see Young, Gunther. These, Gunther, Young... Laux, Wilkie, those are just like qualifier dudes win a match or two at NCAAs. They're, they're not. I don't see those guys making that kind of a run. Who's the last Iowa guy we saw that was like kind of periphery? I mean, just in general. Well, it last year, happen. last year, Wilkie, right? He was round of twelve, and yeah, you look at the guys he beat. It's not, yeah, terribly inspirational. Um, 
so yeah, I, I think, man, I mean, I, I said it last year. I'll say it this year. Wrestle your best team. It's the best thing for you, perception-wise. I think that matters. I think that matters. To They, they want to see the, the kids. I mean, they flock to, to what's winning. And, you know, here's the other thing. The other issue that I think Iowa is facing is if you, if you contrast Oklahoma State and Iowa, I think they're pretty si- – I think they're similar programs. I think they're both really good. I think Oklahoma State's obviously a be- been better the last couple of years than Iowa. But I, I think the main difference is Oklahoma has been awesome on the high school level, and Iowa is is poor, and I think that's that's a, a big difference in in their talent level, and that's not changing. You look at the the high school landscape in Iowa; there's not a lot of talent there, and Alex Thompson, Brody Teske, they're not even going to Iowa anyways. So not only so not only is the state of Iowa wrestling down, the Hawkeyes aren't. At least in this year, getting the best guys. There's no Sorensen's coming through. There's no Sorensen. and Thompson and, and Teske. Those are not Matt McDonough. That's not Brandon Sorensen. That's not Derek St. John. Those are. I don't know. I think the big difference nowadays is TV and uh, more publicity. In the old days, Iowa had we had Iowa public te- television. It was the only state that always showed wrestling matches. So everybody always saw Iowa. All the recruits always saw Iowa. Iowa. Now you got Big Ten Network. You got Flow Wrestling. So everybody's seen other schools, and Iowa's no longer getting the cream of the crop I don't walking think it's on. That. I don't think it's that. When we're talking about Iowa recruiting, we're talking about, in my opinion, in my opinion, that still it lingered over from the Gable era in that we don't need um, – we don't need blue chip here, blue chip there, blue chip there. You give me the number 40 recruit, the number 50 recruit, the number 60 recruit, we're going to make them into something. We'll and they did. Yeah. They did that for a long time. They coached them up as well or better than anybody. But that's not the, – the high school kids are more developed now, more more ready. You, you see more video of them. You know what they are. You talk to people. Social media is better. Uh, media contacts are better. You know what they are. And so I think – the rankings are better, the <clears throat> the information is better, and sure you have you have top ten guys that fizzle out. The other year we saw, um, you know that that Alton class, that whole top ten was fizzled out. Yeah. But uh, by and large, the top ten, top thirty guys are are what they are cracked up to be, and you can't get away with. You, you can't just coach them up anymore. You have to you have to get elite guys in. Yeah. I agree with that completely. So we'll, we'll see what Iowa decides. I'm sure post-Midlands we'll, we'll have a better idea. Do we idea. have to wait that long? Yes. We're, we're, gonna have we're not going to make that. We're going to have to wait till we're going to have to wait till Midlands to see if they pull Warner. Till after Midlands to see if they pull Spencer. Right? Yeah. And we get to watch it all on flow. Midlands, baby. Live on flow. Very exciting. Um, Which, I tell you what, um, Iowa Rutgers. I tweeted through the lineups the other day. People went nuts about that. Um, Rutgers could win. Rutgers could win. They're, listen, if they Rutgers roll out the Iowa City Duels lineup, Rutgers will beat them. Yeah. No, there's not even, it's not, yeah. probably not going to be that close. They're going <laughs> to win, they're going to win 25 33. 
It's a toss-up at 41. I, I probably favor Turk after what I said. Well, if, does Ashnault wrestle? Because Ashnault's teasing stuff like he might be. Yeah, true. If Ashnault wrestles. They'll win 25-33, 41. 57 is one that Iowa has to win, and I think I thought Kimmer looked awesome. Richie missed weight. Concerning, right? Richie I, don't, I don't know. I don't know that. I'm pretty sure Richie Lewis missed weight I at no Journeyman. Not, I don't want to be inaccurate, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <coughs> um, 74. 65 is, um, who is that? That's Van Brill, Van Brill versus Young. Uh, Van Brill can definitely win that match. 74 is Gunther versus Pagano. Uh, that's a that's a toss-up match. 84, Gravina. I got him over sure. Bauman. Mm-hmm. 97, you could probably favor Wilkie. Heavyweight is is Iowa. I don't know, man. And that place is crazy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Look, <laughs> to, uh, to us guys, right, Rutgers beats Iowa. It's like, yeah, yeah, we knew. We knew Rutgers was pretty solid. We knew Iowa was having a down year. But perception? Perception? You know, Rutgers is not supposed to be. Rutgers is not supposed to be Iowa. Mm-hmm. You know, and and how great of a season would that be? Or I mean, just Rutgers already beat up on Oklahoma. Now to get to get a win over Iowa, I mean, well, they'll have their chances. Guy, they they guys wrestle. that are fifty years old would never believe that kind of stuff. They wrestle Iowa. They wrestle Penn State, Minnesota, Ohio State, all at Rutgers. It's crazy too because you know, take 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 Iowa trying to recruit PA, New York, New Jersey, right? Yeah, and then Rutgers beats them. And then they're going nuts, and it's at the rack, and it's going crazy. If you are, if you are a eighth grader mm-hmm. in New Jersey, and you go and you're at that match, and you see Rutgers win, and you see the Rutgers fans go nuts, and you see people partying, yeah. When you become a state champ as a junior, and I was trying to recruit you, and Rutgers is trying to recruit you, you're saying I could win at Rutgers. Yeah. I watched it happen. It's a shape-shifting thing. Shapeshifters. So, other other things to discuss other than Iowa. Um, Yanni D's coming. If you he's didn't, for blood. if you didn't know, he's going to be uh, I don't know eleventh or twelfth ish when the rankings come out. Um, beat Josh Alber, who's a solid guy for you and I. Vegas. My, our eyes are immediately at, at this point. That's the next thing. That's the next. Date on the calendar that's going to have real import. Cliff Keen, Las Vegas, December 1st and 2nd. Who's there with him for Yanni? Uh, For Yanni, it'll be Bryce Meredith, Tommy Thorne, Jared Prince, a host of other guys, but those will be the biggest challengers. And and speaking of Bryce Meredith, one, he looks outstanding right now. He looks really good. He looks... uh, Good, tough match uh, against Red. It wasn't that tough. Well, it, it, well, I mean, not tough, but Red's a tough competitor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I regularly, Bryce saying. starts the season kind of slow. Yeah. And Meredith Meredith was all over him. Shots, his high crotch was looking great. Reattack's looking great. Um, what was they, that commotion at the end? How about, how about, that, uh, how about that, that skirmish? Red, I don't know what, Red, this is, Chad, this is not a good look. You're a good guy. Don't do this. He get out of bounds, he shoves him. But the, the, the thing is, shoves him. Meredith grabs the throat. Red kind of punches at him. But the craziest part of all is they're like, the ref was just like, boys will be boys. Let's wrestle. Which I like it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean. Let's just go, you know. Let's just stop. No one, no one got go. hurt. Let's just wrestle. But normally, but. 
So I don't even know if there was a penalty point. I don't think there was. There was. So, okay, there wasn't a penalty point, and this brings me back to SDSU Minnesota, Rotor. where they had no. Oh, uh, uh, no. Well, Rotor didn't wrestle, right? Right. Well, he like legit punched a guy in the back of the head. <laughs> like he probably should be out. But the point I'm gonna make here is the the official at South Dakota State was so listen. I'm not like intentionally biased, but that was just the most pro SDSU whistle. Uh, Coach Egum, poor guy, was losing his mind. They Minnesota outscored them like seventy some to forty or sixty three to forty nine. It was like nine stall calls or seven stall calls to zero for as is it the worst? And, hold on, and the worst call of all was in this Wanzek match. They go out of bounds, and I wish I had the clip. And uh, Wanzek just kind of like, kind of like. Touches the guy's face and walks back to center, and they give him a penalty point to the other guy. Meanwhile, let's go to Nebraska where we're choking and punching each other. And <laughs> like, okay, boys, back to center. It was crazy. Is it different how, referees? Different how opinions, bad is you know? How bad is is home cooking? I don't want. I don't say home cooking, but home edge See, by home, the whistle. Home advantage. Home. The referee listens to the fans. Well, look, Christian's saying that the the. Stall calls were definitely in favor of South Dakota State. We showed a clip where I don't know how you don't call that two against Stoll. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna get the calls, it, you know. In Oklahoma State too, that that ma- that one match was nut nutbag. Oh, uh, Keegan Moore, um, Keegan Moore, Owen Webster. Uh, did you see what Haggerty did the one time? For, okay, so there was a locked hands thing, which I didn't get anyway because it really didn't matter. But anyway, it was a gut wrench. Um, did you see that one instance where Keegan Moore's on the ankles, right? Mm-hmm. There's short time here. Already has a stall call left. They go, they work, they work their way to the edge. Haggerty, Haggerty calls out of bounds. Mm-hmm. They weren't out of bounds. You know why Haggerty called out of bounds? Got to call stalling. Because if they didn't call out of bounds, he would have been forced to hit him with his second stall call Tied because match. he was below the knees. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's home cooking. I'm saying he didn't want to make that call. So it, I remember uh, Martin actually showed me this article about how – just about how officials can be influenced in yes. sports. So basically it was – they did – I think it was 538 did this study about in the NFL when penalties were called on certain sidelines. So let's say I'm the Redskins – and Kirk Cousins throws the ball towards the Redskins sideline, okay, and he gets maybe interfered with, maybe not, the referee statistically is more likely to call stalling on that side of the field than, let's say, the Cowboys side of the field. Like, and it, it's, like, statistically just true. They call stall. it's not stalling, penalties on that side. They're influenced. They're influenced. It's, and it's not that... They call penalties not, on the side of the coaching staff. Right. They're not... It's like a cycle. It's not like they're biased in the traditional sense. Like they go in with an agenda. They're just influenced. And they're, it, it, these are people, literally, their only job for the most part is to be an official. These are the best of the best. They mess up in calls the in the NFL. So in, in, in the same way, that's happening in college, in college wrestling for sure. It's happening. And it's not that Mike Haggerty's one of the best there is. He is. Uh, bar none. 
and and I don't even know. I don't even remember that exact instance to necessarily say what what happened. I can't remember. I watched that entire match, but I don't recall. But the point is, the best refs are influenced, right? It happens. It happens one hundred percent, and it's not coming from a, a an agenda driven point. It's like just the human condition, just like being a, a person, and they're influenced by by factors at home, and that's why they, they that's why in all sports you talk about the home crowd advantage. You can yeah. be influenced. Yeah, I mean the five thirty eight article is great. You guys look that up. It, it's like Christian said, it's it's telling. Yeah. Um, but. And I agree with you that that it might not be purposeful. And might, they might not do it on purpose. They might not do it consciously. They yeah. might do it by the ebbs and flow of the crowd. They might just uh, things happen, right? But also, over the years, do you not think that Carver has an effect and, and the brands have an effect? Like, heck yeah, people don't want to. I've been in you that don't environment a lot. The brands mad. Yeah, I'd, well, it's not just the brand. I think I think a lot of the coaches. I think the power coaches have influence. I think. Well, that's why we saw. Is that not why we saw Stalling go away? Um, I mean, the the referees literally put it out there five years ago. They're not calling it. They're yeah. not going to call it. They told the officials do not call it in certain right. Yeah. They're not going to make subjective stalling calls that's why they went to the circle rule we, let's have some more objective um call they tried to make it objective it's not um they won't call stalling anymore because coaches berate them yeah no that's it's tough it's tough and i think uh yeah i don't know what to say beyond that um so that's yanni uh, while we're staying on the official front i've been seeing lots of danger calls the Danger one two looks good to me. Guys mm-hmm. are guys get in that position and they bail out and they give up the two or they get out of that position. I think it's great. I think it's. I, I haven't seen any instances where I've been like, "This is bad." Me neither. There was a, I think in the Marco match at uh, SCSU Minnesota, there was a danger takedown. Looked good to me. There was there was one. Oh, there's a danger takedown. I'm, yep. I didn't see any danger takedown. So I saw a situation in the Iowa or the Oklahoma State Minnesota duel, but they got out of that position. And I think the kids are good, and the coaches are doing a good job um, knowing what's coming in those situations. And, and you can say, oh, we don't see it that much. You don't see it that much because the kids adjust. Um, and Ben Askren the other day said, hey, do they still even have that rule where it's Stalling on the edge they if call one person goes out. Listen, he was. I know what he was watching. He was watching Mickless Warner, and there was one instance where Mickless kind of drove Warner out of bounds, and they gave an action call. Okay, Ben, you're a biased Missouri Tiger fan. They call it all the time. You were watching your guy. No, that's what happened. I promise you. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, they call it all I'm the time. I'm not disagreeing that. I watch right, wrestling that, all weekend. I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that the first. Previously, I've seen it more. I think my point is just the way the kids are adjusting to the scramble rules and the danger thing, I think they've adjusted a lot to edge wrestling, too. I think they circle in more. They yeah. fight more. They um, know the stakes. Mm-hmm. It's crazy going back and just watching matches from 2015, and you just know it's like the, the instances that weren't getting called are, are now getting called. It's awesome. Okay, we, we've somehow went 42 minutes into the show. We have not talked about Lezak Piccinini. Amazing the greatest match. match of the year, where, which is the only reason 
we are now tied in the Willie Pickums because I beat him otherwise. Um, but what, what was I don't even remember what they were. Um, I looked at them. Basically, we we agreed on all but two, and the two we disagreed on were Marsden Stevenson. <laughs> you silly man, still a hater, a Marsden I hater. Am not a hater. You're a hater. You picked him. You picked Stevenson to beat him. I'm not, I know that was stupid, but I don't hate Andrew Marsden. That's puppycock. You don't hate, but you're a hater. There's a difference. There's a difference. Um, so we disagreed on that one. We disagreed on pick Lezak. That was it. I thought there was another one. I'll, I'll pull it up, but give us your thoughts on uh, Pitch Lezak. I think that Pitch looks silky smooth on his feet. I mean, he's getting to uh, legs at uh, a much higher rate uh, and clean. Uh, clean, right? Like, he didn't. The finishes. He didn't get late. There was not an opportunity for Lezak to counter, and that's, I think, in my opinion, the biggest problem in wrestling today with guys on their feet are allowing time to scramble. You got to get in clean, you got to hide your feet, you got to finish quick or or the initial attack has to be one in which especially against Lee. It doesn't leave any opportunity to counter and Pitch did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had two crisp takedowns and then top that and bottom point. and and then he tilted him, right? <laughs> then he gets on top and he tilts yeah, him. He's up 8 to 1. And you're like, you know, Lezak's good on top, but, you know, he's not going to come back no, from 8 to 1. I, I really, I, of course I can say this now, but I truly was like, this is so far from over. He's just so ridiculous. He's, it's insane how good he is from the top position. It's mind-blowing to me. But more mind-blowing than anything is that it's ever, ever a discussion what position this guy takes. Yeah. How are you ever saying, let's get an escape point? Yeah. With this guy. He is far and away the best top wrestler at this weight. And not just the best top wrestler. He's a, he's almost good for four points there every single time. So why you would ever take him that thing? Co- combine that with the fact that the, the man is struggling from the bottom position. He got ridden out by Air Force, which you can say that's the cut. You can say it's this, it's that. If it's even a remote possibility that you could get ridden, why would you not just go auto top? Because he's he's transcend he's he's the best in the game bar none. Uh, he does something. He makes it look too easy, dude. It looks it's so scary. easy. It's it's like he doesn't even have anything, but he just pulls you back. He doesn't even have anything. Right. It looks it looks like the guy's about to come on top, and he just can pull him right back in for. He four. just pulled. Uh, he, it's unlike anything I. It, it looks too easy, and you know when when pitch got in trouble, pitch tried to fight it. Like he, he should have just bellied down and started instead Could of trying you? to roll through. Maybe he can't. Here's my question. But because because uh, Larry Early, the second, s- said, "Why didn't he just lay flat there? He could have eaten a couple stall points." And and I'm like, fair point. But then I'm like, what would have happened if he had done that? Like, what? I mean, maybe maybe he just would have been maybe impossible. He doesn't give up six or eight or whatever he gave up. Yeah, but part of me is like, man, Lezak's so... He tried... To, I, I'm on the same wavelength as, as Papa Bear Slim, uh, as he's better known on the message boards. I think he... <laughs> you don't want to bang a kid for fighting too hard. Right. But it was when he fought, that's when he got in trouble. He's, he's unreal. And then, you know, to top it off... Um, Pitch comes up with another nice attack in the third. 
Uh, Lezak scores a takedown in the third on some, to me, it's like Logan Steber stuff. Like, it looks too easy. There's no setup. He gets it on a shot, and he finishes. He is, and I'll, I'll say this about him, too. He might be the best finisher in the game at 25. The guy is, I'm not going to say he's automatic. He gets his hands locked on a single. He is ridiculous at finishing. That's Logan Steeper. He, he's amazing. He can be extended. He can come up. He, he's he got it. He's got it. He is, man, Lezak is must, is must watch. He's, I love watching him wrestle. And I love. He makes it look too easy. I love that match so much because I think it showed how good Nick Piccinini is. And that guy can win. He can beat Ethan Lezak, and that's huge progression from him. He got rocked at the scuffle it's really, last year. It's really difficult coming into a season, even by pros, even even by guys that guys that live, eat, and breathe the sport. It's really difficult to say, coming off one season into the preseason, saying, well, who's your guy this year that's going to jump levels? Who's your guy this year that's going to – it's really difficult to say. Piccinini was one, but it's like – then you feel like Piccinini could be a guy that jumps levels, but you but you couldn't, right? I mean, you got hammers in front of him, but Piccinini, he has improved drastically. Yeah. The finishes, I think, for him, getting back to finishing, him being able to finish so clean on, on Lezak is a, is a big improvement for him. I felt like he can get to legs against everyone. He is – him and Cruz, may, maybe so you put Suriano in there, he's got – are some of the fastest guys at the weight. They are just cat quick, boom, darting on the leg. So he can get his hands locked on a single against just about everyone. But seeing him negotiate those finishes against Lezak, who's deadly there. And how about Lezak has this kind of like, I feel like he's a little disrespectful. I don't know what it is. But just, you know, the the Gilman meltdown, I think, has been too big of a thing with him. And the, the guy's tough. He dug deep. Real deep to come back in that match. And it wasn't, you know, some comebacks, guys just fall off the cliff. It wasn't one of those. Pitch was was yeah. in the match, wrestling hard. He had more to give. He gave, you know, he kept giving, right? That's what made it so amazing. It was just like a true comeback where both guys were, were hitting mm-hmm. on a high level. I thought it was, man, I, you can't watch that match enough times. I know. And, and I'm going to watch it after this. We it should. was great. It was awesome. It was it was. It was so freaking fun. And then, you know, you got Brock McKee, which Mitch McKee get, gets the Tough Guy of the, of the Week award. He goes. Unbelievable. First of all, if you don't know, Mitch McKee is really big for the weight and is cutting his tail off to make 133. And he does that. He makes it at, at South Dakota State. He looks solid. He falls to Seth Gross. Two days later, he's got to make it again against Cade Brock. He looks solid. He falls to another stud, Cade Brock. Goes and flies from Oklahoma to Chicago. Now he's in Europe to wrestle at U23s because he made a world team because he's on that level. <laughs> Makes weight again. And he's got to make it again. Although, you know, it's basically. Although now is it day of? <laughs> is it two day? So he's going to have to make weight two days in a row because I don't think Mitch McKee's getting eliminated day one at this tournament. So good luck, Mitch McKee. Thanks for being putting yeah. it. Th- that's, that's a guy. Awesome. That's a guy that's put it on the line <laughs> during for Thanksgiving. Years. I mean, he yeah. wrestles the toughest schedule the last two years. Goes and does this. Animal. And the key plays wrestle everywhere. Yep. Um, other Okie State, Minnesota stuff. Ohio wins on a Ohio last, wins on a 
I was tell, I was watching my parents are in and I was like I was like I was like this kid's amazing Kyle, but gets a lot of hate because he doesn't you know he doesn't light it up. I was like, and and my parents were like, oh, it's getting close. I was like, I was like. When it, when time was kind of running out, I don't even remember if that was an overtime match or regulation. I think it was regulation. It was regulation. It's like, oh, third period, it's tied. I'm like, he's done this literally 50 times in his career. It's That's like, what he, he just does. gets a takedown. It was he, a typical, typical Sunday, right? He's no uh, Heil, Heil gets a takedown with 20 seconds left. Redskins blow fourth quarter lead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I thought, <laughs> I, I'm thankful that my my dad is at a different place in his life. A loss like that would have killed him. Ten years ago, it was bad. I think I think he's just numb to it now. Um, we just sat there and just watched it unfold, and we weren't even like that floored that they found a way. That they find very creative ways to lose. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, we we sort of gloss over the fact that Okie State, who's known to be slow starters, they were that wasn't that slow. They were one. They were the match of the year away away from a shutout of Minnesota. Yeah, not that it's Minnesota's greatest team ever, but um, not and not just on the scoreboard. Their guys looked good. There must have been there must have been three or four Cowboys that hit a shrug within the first five seconds of the match. Um, yeah. Derek White, Cowboy bulk job, he looked good. Marsden hit it. I think Mar- personally, I think Marsden's teaching. Yeah. Slide by. If I had to guess. Well, did you see the last one that Cade hit? Oh, boy. The last, you know, McKee does what McKee does, and he comes back, and he always makes it interesting. It's like Brock is sort of owning the match early. McKee finds a way. Sometimes. Here's here's the thing with Cade and and why I get, well, no, I'm not even going to say that. He he gets himself in trouble by attacking more. Yeah, and and because he's primarily just like takedown release, you never really put the guy away because he doesn't have a turn. Yeah. He doesn't turn that, good guys. So it's like it's, he's he, he's a perpetual it was, he's a perpetual guy that's like, yeah, it's six three. It's like and the guy shouldn't takes, it be more than that? Like he's just dominating. I'm pretty sure at one point it was like seven five or or, or six four, and McKee didn't have a takedown. It was just uh, escapes. So he he kind of lets guys hang in matches because he's a he good example of 3-1, right? 3 3 point takedown would be excellent. For oh him. my gosh. Yeah, he he'd be a lot better. And and Cade Brock, you you watch him wrestle and it's so clean and artistic and beautiful. It's like this is why I have a hard time picking guys to beat him. I know. Because when he attacks and when he does the things that I don't think many guys at the weight can do, I'm like, how do you beat that guy? Yeah. But I, Did you ever, you ever watch Cade Brock? You should watch Cade Brock and then just put on a clip of John Smith. Yeah, it's the same. It's uncanny. It looks like he can same, do a lot of that stuff. The same thing. He's he's amazing. Um, John Blaylock beats uh, Jake Short, but Jake Short, in my opinion, is not. I mean, he's got he, he has a mummified elbow. Yeah, but nice win for Johnson. And Jake Short always he wrestles a lot of close matches. For yes. him to lose a close matches and yeah, really. Now, um, I don't know. What did we talk about? We were talking about Penn State. Oh, how oh, State so our rolls. other Willie Pickham that we were different on? What my guy took the mat. I don't know where your guy went. Who Austin DeSanto was ready to wrestle Corey Keener. He looked around. Corey, Corey right here. Did I take Keener? Yeah, Corey. 
We couldn't find him. <laughs> Where'd Corey go? Thumb. Corey, he just, he just won. He hurt. Thumb. He, he was hurt, thumb. man. Thumb? I don't know. I'm just saying. The thumb. I didn't see the match. He hurt his thumb? <laughs> Stop. No, the, I'm asking. It's I, a thumb. I watched his previous. He has a thumb. I watched his previous match. Why are you gonna come at me on a Keener DeSanto? No, I'm just saying you were at, you thought we were one different and we were, and it was that one. So I guess I'm winning. That doesn't count. It should count. It Match just should not count. count. It didn't happen. Why didn't it happen? It Sion? didn't happen. Why is that? Somebody was hurt. Oh. That's like if a boxing well, match. Well, it wasn't hurt when you guys hand raised. Wait, wait, okay. Are you gonna go at Chenzo? Chenzo didn't wrestle. Chenzo didn't even get in the tournament. Are you gonna get go at him? He didn't enter the tournament. Yeah. He wasn't in the field. Keener wrestled two matches, got to my guy, and, and he threw his thumb. It didn't look like he hurt his. I watched the whole match before. I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened to Keener. Well, if thumbs are holding that guy out, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be difficult. Hey, some guys don't even enter the tournament. He's tougher than me. Yeah, but if 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 Keener hadn't even entered, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. He was. I'm not really trying to take it. I'm trying to mess with you, but. I'm not taking it. I feel better that my guy was there. And Austin DeSanto, Look good. listen, the guy's not going to win a title. Everyone just chill out. Everyone needs to just chill. He lost to Ian Parker, who's good, but he can't get off the bottom. It's a big problem. And combine that with the fact that I think his attack rate, and I want to see what he does against uh, the guy just continuously attacks. He's yeah, so fun he's to watch. So fun to, I'm, so sure, fun to watch. I'm sure Matt Azevedo is going to yell at Sion of, the show that we didn't give him enough love. Speaking of love Parker. DeSanto. DeSanto's good, though, man. You got to get a kid of credit. You We're, know? I'm giving him credit right now. Who might Parker get beat by? Lindenwood was good, right? Lindenwood was, was good. Parker got beat by... Oh, Parker got pinned by somebody in a splatel. Ernesty. Ernesty. Ernesty looks really good. Yeah. I mean, Earl. Ernesty Ernest looks good. Jaden Ironman. All that hype, all that hype last year coming out. Well, he people did get, were. He pe- did get like fourth or fifth. No, I know. But in the beginning, everybody was like, Jaden Ironman, freshman. He's going to be awesome. He's going to be in a title hunt. And he was a little up and down. At the end of the year, you know, he did well. Now, start the hype now. No. Start the, the hype was real last year. Why would the, the, was the hype was premature last year? It wasn't premature. It absolutely, the guy was. was fifth as a troop or as a freshman. He was legit. I know, but listen, he couldn't make thirty. The hype, anymore. the hype now should be. The hype should be now. Jaden Ironman's title contender. No, uh, or it should have been last year, and now the Kane hype and Store had a bad tournament. Kane and Store, I'm worried Kane because and here's, Store, did here's, he have a bad tournament? He got beat by G. He got, he got beat, beat by, by G two people. He got get, lost to Gefeller, and he lost to uh, was it Longo? No, um, yeah. Come on, Cyclone. Hugo, Hugo, whatever. Yeah, Longo. Longo, Longo. Not it wasn't Lugo. It was Longo. Longo. Something go. Something go. He didn't. Uh, Store didn't go. He didn't go well. So Papa I, I really liked Kanan Store coming into this year a lot, and it is super early. It is November, people. So I'm not like selling, but Kevin Dresser's what he was saying in the press conference. He's like, yeah, I hope he. He said something like, I hope he wrestles better in a match than he does in the wrestling room. And I was like, that's a weird comment. I thought Kanan would be one of the guys like Ian Parker that you would be kind of like praising and build up. <clears throat> so I don't know what's going on there, but yeah, Kanan didn't really. I don't know. Listen, Kanan Store was one of those guys in high school that you wanted to call. I wanted to call him up and be like, Kanan, listen, 
you do not need to wrestle this weekend. You Listen, you're traveling too much, dude. You're going to too many tournaments. You do not have to wrestle in St. Francis of Assisi of Latter-day Saints Open, right? He put it on the line everywhere. Not time. He wrestled all the time, and he took some funky stuff. He was one of those guys that he wrestled everywhere, and he took some losses. For him to have an off week here and there, he was a little flaky. He took some flaky losses in high school. Maybe he does the same thing in college. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps that's, that's what's going Let's on. Let's talk about... Let's talk about Lehigh. Woo! We'll they put on one Michigan. on Michigan. Oh yeah, they did. People coming into this year were like, and rightfully so, Michigan as maybe a, a team trophy team. Michigan maybe as upset. Now, Apple Cart, as recently as last week, there's message board posters saying they could have X amount in the finals. And maybe they will. But this wasn't their weekend. Uh-uh. They awesome. 27 to 8, Lehigh beat them. That was like a bent over, ran back, and I don't know what you, I don't know what you oh, call man. that one. Easy. It was not close. And I, my, the most concerning thing for me is what, what is up with Alec Pantelio? Three straight weeks, this guy is losing matches. I did not expect him to yeah, lose. Yeah, something ain't right. Something's wrong. I don't know if he's hurt. Um, he's Somewhere, right. Now, he loses in this particular match. He lost to Ian Brown. Ian Brown is good. Ian Brown has put up good wins. However. However, two days prior... Ian Brown lost to Edinburgh's Andrew Shomers. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Precisely. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. So that was um, that was surprising. Mitrich didn't wrestle. That no, was that's, that's the one caveat. Wouldn't Michich, didn't wrestle. If he pinned Parker, they got smoked. But look, they won all the premier head-to-heads and ones that weren't even considered premier. I mean, going in that match, you, you're not looking at Pantelio Brown. No. Brown wins. They, Cutler, I mean, Cutler, Skyler. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Cutler wins. Means lost. Um, what was the other big one? Abinator, Price beats Abinator. So all the premier matchups, they win, and then they attack on a couple more upsets. Um, Skyler beat Amin. Karen beat Profasi or Profaci. Yeah. Uh, Cutler beats uh, Miles Amin. And, uh, and they pull Matten. Yeah, Matten's out. Matt, they, they pull Matten and Cruz wins. I mean, there's no real harm in that, right? 7 right. 0 to yeah. the returning national champ. Um, but let me ask you is Lehigh that good or is Michigan that bad or was it just one, one two hour duel meet in November? It's a, still it, too early to tell. Yeah, so, it's a, so this is the thing with, with duels. Um, this is why it's like they're, they're a little tricky in that way. I mean, they, I, I'm not worried at all about Michigan just to. Cut to the chase. The, the guys, Miles Mean, Dominic Abinader, they have ye- they have years of data. Yeah. Or a year of data that says they're really good. They're going to be fine. It was a really good duel for... You know I, what? I, R- remember back, Oklahoma went to Michigan and annihilated Michigan that's two right. or three years ago. It was what, like, what? oh my word, what is happening? It's it, When it was about this was time. Was it last year? No, it was two years ago. That was a woodshedding, or that was it was Mark Cody because it was like remember we, we were like man Oklahoma stinks they've been really bad yeah and then Jeffries beat Pantelio it was all these it was like whoa what is happening yeah here? so uh, maybe yeah that was the big one then and now now it's Lehigh um, well, but I keep really going good. back to I keep going back to um, 
seeding early in the season. Now, I mean, that's good. When you have when you get uh, notches on your belt for Price and notches on your belt for Cutler, meet, right? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 going to go a long way in March when they're doing the seeding. Yeah, it will. Good, uh, good job by Lehigh there. That was that was an impressive performance. I guess we should at least mention a little bit of Keystone action. Penn State, they rolled. I mean, they were doing crazy stuff. What's so funny is. It's so funny. A couple weeks ago, we saw, I think it was Army, Hall goes out, Mixer, and then Bo, and then Bo does it, right? And and somebody even did, like, I don't know if it was Flow Wrestling's Twitter, or somebody said, anything you can do, I can do better, or, like, yeah. not so fast, Mark. Mark goes out and pins in 50 seconds in the finals. Bo comes out and does it in 48. And they're, <laughs> both, they're throwing. Yeah. I mean, uh, double over throw, beautiful throw from Hall. Uh, a a kind of... Like hideous looking lefty headlock from Nickel by his normal throwing standards. It doesn't mean he just sags it and what well, rips his head off. You know, also too, Penn State is like the only team I see do upper body anything. Well, anything f- funk like they they're the team that goes for everything. Yeah. They go for it. they uh, they attempt things. Everybody else, you know. However, there's 76 other teams in the country that. They take a high crotch and they take an outside single and they try to get a trap bar. Or they try to they try to cross wrist tilt. Penn State, like, did you see that one with Bo? Bo like took the guy's arm and like moved it over here and like threw him around. Jason Nolf's trying all kinds of goofy stuff. Um, it's it's a different brand. They're having fun. Oh boy! Oh, stop. Be quiet. They're having fun. Drink the Kool Aid. What Kool Aid? Drink some the Kool Aid. We'll call it Kool Aid. The coconut water. <laughs> so, it, yeah, I mean, it's like they're hitting mo- like lefty headlocks and double overstows. That's when you're down by four in the third period. That's when other teams reserve those. They're like first period, whatever. Let's go. They're just that confident in those positions. It's a huge advantage to be able to go feet to back. It's like why aren't more people doing this? It's not that easy. I know, but it's like you think of guys like Chandler Rogers. He's one that that he'll go after, but it's rare that you see a team where they're that confident confident upper body. Nolf will go, you know, he'll rip a headlock every now and again. Um, what did you amazing. think of uh, Zane Major Deacon? You know, Zane is Zane. Thoughts on Deacon early season? Deacon looks like a definite All-American contender, definitely someone that could be top eight, maybe top six guy. He's just rock solid everywhere. He's rock solid everywhere. He's really um, good on his feet. He's got a nice, uh, consistent leg attack that he can finish He got off. those. He's, his build reminds me of Yanni, like those long arms. Yeah. Just... He's not quite athletically yeah. what Yanni is, but not, not many are, frankly. So what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You're coming over. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, thanks going to watch football? Thanksgiving, watching, watching football, the Redskins will probably lose to the Giants. Just to complete No. Bro. Dude. Bro, you know. Dude, we ain't that bad. Yeah, I know. But they, they, beat, the, they beat the chefs last week. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be watching. No, I don't think there's any wrestling on Thanksgiving Day. Um, There's not. What what even is this week? What do we got? Oh, today. Doesn't that grapple in the garden? Is that this no, week? No, that's not this week. It no. might be. I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't no. know. Don't ask me, Sion. Um. I'll say that uh, today, Ohio State taking on K- Cleveland State, Kent State, Thanksgiving throwdown, not to be confused with the 
W- Willie loves the alliterative wrestling names. I hate it. <laughs> it's stupid. I mean, be a little bit more creative. Everything is blank at the blank. Grapple in the garden. Tussle for the troops. Uh, you know, it's all alliteration. Give me some. Give me some more. Um, grapple on the gridiron. There's, um, I don't know. There's battle a battle on the battle on the border. Border. Everything is something yeah. on the something that starts with the first letter of the name. Yeah, every time. Gotta have put some splashy hype name to it, man. It draws the fans in. Yeah, that totally does it. Yeah, because it because the letters start with the same letter. They're like, you know what? The words start with the same letter. They're like, well, I gotta I'm get in. a ticket now. I'm in. Exactly. It's like, yeah. See on on the it's subway. It. Sign me up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically the the logic. It's a wonder the Super Bowl has made it to what it is. I know. Being a litter. How is it not that the, super duper or the, well, super, it's the super Bowl? The, what do you mean? The, the Bodacious Bowl. Why isn't the Bodacious Bowl? If it was Bodacious Bowl, Bowl it would be it would, way... I mean, it would probably be global. Football would be super popular if it was a Bodacious Bowl. But they win Super Bowl. And it's all right. It does okay for itself. It does, it, uh, it's fine. It's not great. But, you know, one day. One day. All right. I'm going to surprise. I'm gonna bring a surprise dish. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Pretty I, excited. I've hyped you up um, to, to my family. That I'm like, dude, Willie can cook. He can throw down on a semi-professional level. Semi-pro. He always gets the fanciest. Yeah, we're gonna have, we're gonna have a nice spread. Nice, it's gonna be nice. Three games of football on that day. No, no wrestling. Bad. It would be better if there was. We'll be working, man. I'll be but, working and cooking. Oh man, Sion Sion's, Sion. Sion's a good dude. Dude, Sion can cook. Yeah, this is man. Sion versus Willie. Who? Two guys that make w- entirely too much food extremely well. I'll say this: we we had <laughs> we people's got to eat when you when, if you have guests over, you got to feed them. Listen, Sion, there's feed them, and then there's feeding the five thousand. We went over to your place for a Ohio State Penn State duel. There were four of us. They had live cattle in the back that they you, were slaughtering. There were there was a giant industrial sized grill full of meat with uh, three plates of meat already made. It was it was unbelievable. Sion is the grill master. I can't. I, I don't hold a candle to him when it comes to the grill. Yeah, that dude works it. He was born to grill. Yep. All right. All right. Let's let's uh, let's beat it. It's it's nine oh eight. And um, I'm ready to go. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Have some turkey. Have some turkey. Have some fellowship. I'm turkey and fellowship. for wrestling and, and for you guys. and for you listening Go to watch the, the pitch match if you haven't already. Pitch Lee's yeah. amazing. Go watch um, lots of stuff lots of from stuff. last weekend. I don't know if the outro music's playing. But thank it you, might Asics. Be. It might not be. It could be. But we're thankful to Asics. For all that you provide us, and um, yeah, w- no, oh, no show Thursday because Thanksgiving. Because I think we should do a Thanksgiving cooking show. <laughs> it's actually not a terrible it's idea. Not a bad idea. I think we should do a show like Thanksgiving with the Flow Crew or something. All right, I'm not. A, I'm not actually opposed to that. I'm, not, that. I'm in for it. I don't think. I don't think Kai's gonna run the live stream from 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 two uh, two houses from Sion. Yeah, we could have a Thanksgiving. Wow, a cook-off would be pretty cool. It'll be Sion's house versus our house, Pflugerville versus Austin, the classic battle. What if what if we had like kitchen zone, flow kitchen zone, and they cut from we one house? We had Nomad like running point. It's like, all right, let's check out. All right, the turkey's out of the oven at the Piles house. The let's mush- take a look at that glaze. The marshmallows are melting on top of the sweet potato casserole. Let's get Hold a on. shot at. Wow, Sion, I think that one weekend rib. we should do like a flow cook-off. We should. I want to start the vertical. I want to start the sport. Flow. Yeah. Slow food. Slow food. We're in. We're all in on that. We're all in on Thanksgiving. We gotta go. 
Later. Later.